Hey, awesome nerds, and welcome to another episode of D&D and TV, the weekly podcast where we rewatch and recap television shows we really enjoy and talk about how the themes, concept, and characters could be used in different role-playing games. I am your host, Jeremy, and studying for, um, and trying to understand her worst fear is my lovely co-host, Nina. Yes, I love how you were going to say, and studying for her, uh, uh, what's it, psych, psych exam, psych tests? Yes, I'm standing for my psych test. I'm freaking out. I'm going to be stuck in a room. Uh, my horrible fears, internalized fears are going to come to life and uh, be projected before me. And I'm going to have to fucking deal with them. And that's what we do in this episode, everybody. That's we right. discover Wesley fe- Wesley's fears, our boy Wesley. That's our right. Big, we are- big, big brave boy. We are talking about uh, Star Trek Next Generation, Season 1, Episode 18, Coming of Age. While Wesley Crusher takes a Starfleet Academy entrance exam, Captain Picard and the Enterprise are subject to an investigation by Starfleet. Yep. Yep. And it's uh, it gets pretty intense uh, a bit. So I know Riker, our boy Riker, uh, mm-hmm. gets a bit mm-hmm. fat frazzled at, at, oh, yeah. at times. He it's has a, a, little... a total sulk. Yeah, big sulky boy. He's yeah. just like... I don't like being a turkey and not know what's going on. It's like, dude, you're, you know, part of the Federation. This, I like this whole episode, actually, because it gives us a, a, a somewhat of a better insight into, like, the processes and procedures when it comes to at least, like, Starfleet Academy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I, because, you know, at the end with Picard and then our boy Wes um, being, a, being a big boy, taking the big boy exam. And, mm. um, and, and I think yeah, it also so shows what type of society the federation is because we're only kind yeah. of seeing the the starfleet side of it but yeah. yeah yeah this this kind of thing that it is such an important thing for them to be part of starfleet like starfleet is just another arm of the federation rather than being these are the armed forces and this is a separate issue it's like no no this is all one big unit yeah it's all unified until it's yeah. like the same thing because it yeah you're right i i was kind of Using um, the Federation and Starfleet as sort of like uh, like interchangeable, and interchangeable, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess except one is one is the kind of I guess government base, and one is the military. Or, or I don't know Starfleet. if they're the military. They're kind of like the I guess the active wing. Oh, I just almost choked. Yeah, the but active it's kind wing. of everything. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starfleet because it's militaristic in a sense, but it's also less about. It's more about like defense and peacekeeping and diplomacy. It's less about yeah. oh, and I guess research. Some yeah. part, of, yeah, it's it, everything. It's like space exploration, research, defense, diplomacy. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder know. if they're like the civil service then. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Mm. But then again, they're their fleet as well, so they're very much ship based. I guess yeah, from the yeah. from a from a sense of you know yeah, because it's 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 fleet, it's ship, it's I guess because the closest thing we have is the not military, but um, what well, well, you know back in the older days the navy, the navy which has been incorporated into the military. I maybe I don't know, I don't know, guys, I don't know enough about. I'm not a cod or or, or um, gears of war, gears of war. Uh, I don't know. Stan, I, I don't do that. Do you play uh, any of that? I have no idea. Shooties? I have no idea. Shooting man bams? Right, I occasionally cool. <laughs> play Fortnite, and I gave up on that after ah. some reason. I just went, oh, yeah, I'm going to stop playing Fortnite now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, everybody's got to have their time. Um, I know guns go boom, but that's really about my true. extensive knowledge. This is true. Go, Phases go... Zap, zap. That fits. Zap, zap. Or... 
explodey. Pew, pew, ah. pew, 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 pew. Stun, stun, stun. Um, yes. What I'd like to bring uh, up at this point is when you're making sounds for your role-playing games, try to to have a variety <laughs> of ones on hand. <laughs> just like a little library in your extensive, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just maybe automatopoeia it up, you know, do a little, do a little, um, uh, or, or something yeah. do, you know think something outside like the box that. yeah just, <laughs> exactly just start like scatting that. like you're a jazz musician oh yeah that'd be cool if you were a bard and you just suddenly <laughs> you don't have an instrument <laughs> your main like your main the source of magic is just like yeah jazz scat mm-hmm. oh i kind of want to do that yeah all right sweet <laughs> i'm gonna pocket right. that for later you, you um, write that yeah. down and i'll start talking about the episode that. We're getting off topic, yes. (laughs) So this episode, interestingly, starts with like kind of, it feels like a bit of a weird non sequitur. uh, Because just like walking along the Enterprise, Wesley runs into Jake. Yeah, Um, Jake. This is, this is the cute. I thought something was going on between that. Because Jake doesn't look like, he's one, he's a teenager that doesn't look like a teenager. I think he's probably in his 20s. You know, he's that kind of guy. Um, I think he's meant to be like (laughs) 17, 18. Yeah, but next to Wes, like, how old is Wesley yeah. supposed to be in this? Actually, um, he says he's sixteen. Six, right. Okay. Cool. He doesn't. He look actually no. He looks like a sixteen year old. But like yeah. our boy James or Jake or whatever it Jake. Is, is his name. Jake. Our boy Jake. Uh, yeah, not looking. Looking uh, in his seventeens. Uh, he's looking. <laughs> he's, he's looking, looking like twenty five. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Early twenty. Um, so yeah, I mean, they bump into each other, and then and then Jake's like sad, and Wes is like trying to do his compassionate bro dude hug thing be like man guy it's okay don't worry bucko you'll get it next time and obviously he's like failed a test or something and we don't know why or what for or what happened well, see, i Wes, thought that i thought that Wes was breaking up with him oh that would have been oh wesley <laughs> because jake's all just like no i'm fine it's fine i'm i'm okay and just not looking at him i'm like hmm is there something between you two yeah what's happened Oh, poor Boo. Oh, that would have been nice. Like, yeah. coming into a scene like that where you get confronted with, like, something that's obviously happened in the past. Like, romantic, yeah. I mean, yeah. you kind of get that yeah. ping. But, like, also, I mean, so far, our boy Wes has not come out with the biopositive or in any kind uh, of way. It, excuse me, the rainbow that he wears in nearly every episode. Oh, my God. You're right. How <laughs> it's was right I still- there. Jesus. It's you're right so- there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, Don. You're right. Okay. I fucked up. Uh, anyway, he gets called away from um, from this awkward conversation uh, because I think he just gets called away, and then we get like Picard explaining what's going to be happening in the episode. That yeah, that Wesley's off to take the Starfleet Academy exam on Relva Seven. Yes, sure. which sure. I've never heard of, but cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, I guess because it it sounds like they have different like uh, tests depending and different. Um, different I, I guess allocation of 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 new starfleet uh, like uh attendees or like new starfleet offices or in in entries based on the area because it sounds like you know what was it Reldar seven Relva. is pretty exclusive relva is pretty like secluded and exclusive like there's only gonna be one one um uh, academy uh entrance uh, one yeah entrant yeah one person going through so sounds pretty exclusive uh i feel like you might have a better chance just bouncing to another place and trying there but i have a feeling that it's something like um you you submit it like every quarter or so they accept entrance right but he said they said last year i think that they will because at the end of like 
you know, you can apply next oh, year again if you yeah. haven't gotten in. So I think yeah. it's yearly, but but then yeah. like how do you, I don't know. I want to I want to know like do you have like a limited amount of times so that you can apply or is it just you can apply until you're, you know, in your 50s and just keep going cuz that would be I feel like you could like, you could always apply. Hmm. They'd like find Getting like, in on your like 16th try. That yeah. would be, that'd, that'd be cool. <laughs> It's like just keep keep trying, keep trying. Are you Starfleet materials? Like, well, if you're going to be a, a species that lives for a really long time, why not keep trying? Oh yeah, true, true. And if if you're you know a species that hasn't had, um, hasn't hasn't been in the academy before, I mean mm. that's that's a good incentive to keep trying too, because you you could be the first, baby. You could be the one. <laughs> you get a special medal. Get a little special little medal. And like look at you. And speaking of, speaking of medals, uh, Picard is also speaking with his friend, Admiral Gregory Quinn. Yes, nice segue. Uh, which oh. I'm gonna, <laughs> thank you. I'm going to call Admiral Greg for the entire episode because it amuses me. Admiral Greg. Admiral yeah. Greg. But he's got Admiral serious Greg. news. He, he wants to talk alone with Picard. He's all like, oh, I have, I can't. And it, he insists. He's like, not with your number one, not with anyone else. It's just you and me, Picard. Well, what can we do for you? I need to speak with you. Certainly, this way. Number one? Alone. Is this personal matter? Official business. Well, then, my first officer. Alone, Captain. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty intense. Like, he's, right? He's, like, he's he's pretty, like, yeah, so so you get the vibe that something, you know, is is, is fucked up because Picard knows Admiral. Thumbs up. P- Picard knows Admiral Greg from like way back. He's like coming in, yeah. old bro. Like, he's like, hey man, what's up? How you doing? I miss you. Let's have a little hug. It, hug it out. Tell me what you've been up to. And this guy is just straight to the point, like cold as fuck. It's just like, nope, nope. Shit's going down. Um, I wrote on what's his name, Ribbit. Remick. <laughs> Ribbit. Remick. Remick. <laughs> I wrote on Remick to uh to ask you a whole bunch of questions. I'm not gonna say shit. I'm not gonna tell you anything. No. I'm not gonna- Oh, this was so um, yeah. so infuriating for me. I can only imagine what it was like for Picard because he's like, there may be something wrong with the Enterprise and we're not sure what it is and it's inappropriate to discuss it at this time for secrecy, but you must do yeah, everything yeah. he says. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, okay. Uh, it's, uh, if, if Picard wasn't such a stickler for like bureaucracy and formatics, um, and, sorry, not formatics. That's not a word. Uh, but yeah, policy. Uh, I I imagine him flipping the fuck out. Maybe yeah, flipping a table over or being a bit of a shithead. Because yeah. like, you, you, you did, we we don't peeps. We don't find out until the no. end. Like, <laughs> not even then. What the fuck? Not even then. Not really. Like, what the fuck is going on? We find out a, a little bit. Even like, yeah, from Picard's point of view, he only finds out a tiny bit. But but he's taking it pretty well. I mean, like he's he's doing. You know, he's like okay cool i know nothing and this guy is pretty much just gonna go uh, around my chief of staff and you know ask a whole bunch of invasive and personal questions mm-hmm. I, I still don't know anything um about what is happening i can't tell them shit cool um sure come on board hi uh welcome to the enterprise uh he's pretty um gratiating and, and open but uh guess who isn't mm-hmm. our man will Riker. everyone else everybody else particularly Riker. he particularly is particularly yeah annoyed. And it's oh, great he's... to see. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime uh, Jonathan Frakes gets like even the tiny bit annoyed or, or peed off at, at particular moments or like at, in any episode, it's great to watch because he does this like little flustered like face contortion thing mm-hmm. where you're just like, 
like on a face like imagine yeah it's 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 all sorts of muscle spasms but like but then he uh, preposterous how dare you get out he gets so angry and loud so Uh, angry and loud yeah it's great so that's just kind of his uh his mode in this episode he's like i'm angry i don't know what's going on so i'm angry he just feels like a temper tantrum from a toddler it's definitely like a karen um, at, at like an airport not knowing yeah. what's going on but demanding that like she should know like it's it's him carrying out being like I want to know what's going on why won't anybody tell me I'm I'm second in command me 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 it's my ship kind of but not really but I'm second oh, kind of you know down from the top in terms of ownership so what are you doing you and it doesn't <laughs> help that like ribbit what rabbit remick rabbit remit remick remick <laughs> Uh, it doesn't help that Remick, our guy Remick, is like the most annoying fuckhead of oh, fuckheads. Yeah. Like, we've had a couple of fuckheads. I can't remember the last we really didn't like. I think it was what's his face, the guy uh, on the on the terraforming planet. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, that dude. I don't know. I can't he remember. was he was just like an old grumpy, you know, asshat. Mm. But this guy, this guy is like mm-hmm. invasive, asking all the annoying questions. He's like. Uh, he's he's trying to I don't know. Well, yeah, he's, he's asking good questions. He's doing a he's great a- look. He's he's doing, as interrogating, interrogating and like sussing shit out goes. He's doing a great job, but like it, it definitely comes across as super grating, and it's like yeah, lovely to watch. What <laughs> I particularly like is is Riker's little temper tantrum is so nicely paired with Picard's complete and utter calm and acceptance of yeah, it. Yeah, I love that. He is so calm. He is and so relaxed. Riker's is, Rike is spluttering. He's like so furious about it all. And Picard's just like, number one, we must do as he says. This is Starfleet protocol. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. And Picard knows, but Riker is just like getting all sorts of aggressive. Oh, not aggressive. Well, uh, I mean, a like. A little almost. aggressive. <laughs> a little. Just a little bit. But uh, yeah, he's not happy, uh, boy Riker. And yeah. oh, look, another episode. Did you see Troy in this episode? I didn't see her. Uh, I episode? did see her a little bit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Is she at the beginning, maybe? Maybe that's why. No, I there's like one scene with her in um, when Rennick's uh, interviewing people. Oh, okay. And that's it. All right. I just missed that completely because yeah. I thought, and this is another episode without Troy. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, we a, can it's another episode without a lot of people because there's a lot of focus on Wesley. Uh, and down on the planet, Wesley is is getting ready for the test. He finds like a little computer part, and then a girl catches him. A uh, girl. A girl. A girl. <gasps> a girl. A girl. A girl. <laughs> a girl. And, everybody. A girl. Uh, she introduced herself as Oliana. I'm Oliana Moran, one of the other finalists. You must be Wesley Crusher. Yeah. Do you know me? I heard there was a very smart, very young man who'd be tough competition. Well, you wouldn't be here. If I weren't smart, I know. But there's a lot more to it than just that. You're lucky. You've had practical experience aboard the Enterprise. Oleana. Toshanika Falkanareka. Wesley Crusher of the Enterprise. You do not look as if you meet the age requirements. I'll be 16 next month. Well, happy birthday. Excuse me. Yeah, nice name, though. I like that. Yeah, if we're going to be nice making name. up names, that's a nice name. I like yeah. that. I'm not mad. Yeah. And she's uh, like, oh, you're Wesley Crusher. I've heard of you. 
And I'm like, Wesley, you are so in. You are yeah, so dude. in that. Wow. Um, you share yeah. all these common elements. She already thinks you're cute. It's just, yeah. You you in with a shot. But like Wesley, of course, blanking completely and being like, no, oh, what? Uh. <laughs> and then, yeah, just, I don't know. I, I Like, because... Yeah, you you think, oh, this is cute. This is gonna be a little romance, little, romance, a little love love story that Wesley gets a bit of a fling on planet. Yes, fling off planet. Well, that's what we thought with the what was it, the blonde folks, the um, the, the um, Edo, the yes, the Edo. That's right. The um. The oh yeah, when he joined the polycule, yeah. The polycule, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought was gonna happen in you know that episode, a little experimentation, little fun times. Mm. Um. With with uh, uh, Aryan, um, with Aryan children, with Aryan children, uh, yeah. But no, um, I think yeah. So we're kind of like it's it's sort of like oh, this could be a little thing. This, for could, this could be a thing. Could be fun. Just but then, breadcrumbs. do we meet? Do we meet Mordok? Murdoch? We, we meet Mordok, and we meet a Vulcan Mordok. girl as well, who's also there to yes! take the test. Dude, she's awesome. She's badass. I love Vulcans because they're so like <laughs> so cold and like uh-huh. brutal. <laughs> Um. Yeah, she's. She looks. I wish she could come back. She looks badass. She looks like. I she, thought she was gonna come she, back. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um. But I don't remember seeing her ever again. Um. Oh. I kind of want to look up her. The actress. Okay. Actress. Actually. You do that. Um. I just like the Wesley is like as soon as Mordak comes in, he's like, oh my gosh, you're Mordak, and you're like this species, and poor Eliana's kind of left there, like, what just happened? Did yeah. Did he just dub me for the alien? <laughs> Monarch totally just cock blocks whatever Oleana yeah. had in mind <laughs> just by being an alien. Kind of funny, Logan. Um, but uh, no, I love that because Wesley's true nerddom comes out to like yeah. be like, fucking women, that's cool, but like, guys, this is an <laughs> alien I haven't seen before. I mean, this is so cool. I he gets that, that from Riker. Oh, yeah. No, um, no, because Riker would still find a way. <laughs> No, you wouldn't say fucking women. It's like Raka still fucks the women, but it's like, cool, an alien. Oh, yeah, no, but that's Alien the women. Wesley doesn't fuck. Only Riker. Riker fucks. Only Riker fucks. Only Riker fucks. No one else. No, but like in terms of, of Wesley's like enthusiasm for like yeah. this alien dude, it's really cute. Yeah. Uh, he just like goes full blazes. He's just like, oh my God, you're cool. Let's hang out. Let's be mm-hmm. best friends. And they basically are for the rest of the episode. They're just like tight, tight ass buddies. Which tight is even buddies. weird to me because it looks like Mordek is being played by a guy who's at least in his 30s. Yeah, he looks older. Like He's sure. got this little, um, he's like, he looks like a catfish for one thing, like this blue yeah. catfish. And he's got he's a little, little like um, harmonica thing that like does dry ice. Or something like, yeah, smoke, something really yeah, into his gill flap it, nose it bit. Keeps, it's, it, it's cool. It looks like very alien and, and proper. But I keep thinking yeah. that he's holding a pipe. Oh. <laughs> just, just like smoking little, his pipe. Vape. Yeah. Just yeah. a little vape hit every now and then. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's how they do it in, like, you know, the, the future. But, um, yeah. But yeah, he's, he definitely, I like the design of this species. I think it's ben, Benzites. Benzo, benzites. Yeah, Benzites. Benzites? Yeah, he they're they're cool looking and and they're great. But yeah, I think it's a bit weird that he kind. I think the actor must be must have been like in his thirties or older yeah. maybe because he's very tall. He he doesn't look like a new academy or um 
Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't look like, like the other three. Yeah, he doesn't look, he doesn't look like a teen. Oh, there are some teen vibes. Little cool mm. Riverdale fun times, you know. Um. <laughs> well, it's interesting you say that because after this, when um, Commander... Oh, I didn't look it up. Commander Chen? Sure. Yeah. Um, comes yes. in and was like, okay, we're going to be in the test. Only one of you can actually be chosen to go to the Academy. And it's going to be hard and exhausting, but also exciting. Um, and they start the test. I'm just like, this is the perfect spinoff show. Where it's this yeah. group of little friends who have just formed together at the start of the pilot. And now they're going to be going through the academy. They're going to have all their tests. They're going to have all these things. It's how you get an adventuring party. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. That's a cool way to start an adventuring party. Like you're at an academy and you're about to like go for a test or go for like a mission or something to prove your worth maybe. Yeah. And it's like a battle. You kind of have to battle it out for it. But then yeah. like you could have it so something goes awry and you end up just like as a group that sticks together because you've made friends and you know each other or something, you know? Mm. That's a, it's just a cool kind of way to start it off. Yeah. Like it's, it's just so easy to do because you go, okay, cool. You all went to university together. You all have one thing in common. What's that thing? Yeah. And everyone comes up with this as a group and it doesn't matter if one person's lawful evil and one person's chaotic good. It's like, yeah, but you went to school together. So these yeah. are the people in your peer group. It's just you all know each other because of that. And you're going to have clashes. Failed. and Yeah. You all failed the cube test. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why you connected. You're all like, oh, fuck, man. I failed this weird 3D mapping cube dot thing. But that's cool. We're, we're together. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's a nice little, like, cement, like, story cementer. Because you're right. They could Ooh. come from anywhere. And they all just kind of meet up, do this but thing. But, yeah, it's just a really nice, nice one. I mean, I would quite happily watch an entire season or at least half a season just of the the Starfleet Academy show of these four having adventures in Starfleet. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would yeah. be cool. I like that idea because it is very, it would be very like slice of life almost like focused. You'd get to see like how they interact with their day to day, like what actual mm-hmm. tests Starfleet officers need to have gone through in order to like get into Starfleet or the Academy at least. Um, mm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I can see a spin-off going there. Yeah. Prime, so if Netflix, get on board. <laughs> well, let's, for let's those of you, trolling. those of you planning Spelljammer adventures, there's an option ah, for you. You've got yeah. a little academy. You've got your Starfleet, or if you're just playing Star Trek adventures. Yeah, or if you, <laughs> you know. if you just like think thinking about it, that's cool too. You don't have to play yeah. anything. You just, just sit there and think about it. It's fine. Run the stories in your head. It's so much easier yeah. than having to roll dice. It's also called writing a book. <laughs> exactly. Just write a book, everybody. Just do yeah. that. Or like, so yeah, much any, yeah. Play Space Game, German game. That's cool, too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this cool. is when, uh, go, going back yeah. to the ship, uh, Rennick is doing the tests and he's just kind of getting all up in Data and Geordie's personal space and like scanning the consoles. Yeah, he's been real dicky about it. He is. He's, he's like, like, I'm just going to scooch on in here. He's just like, I'm just going to stand here. And Data's like, can I help you? And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to stand here and scan your face. Yeah. Everyone's like, is he is he allowed to do this? Yeah. Is he allowed to be here? And Riker steps up to him and he's like, oh, what are you doing? You're, you're scaring my bridge crew. And he's like, I'm allowed to do whatever I want. He's like, fine, I'm going to go find out what's going on because I'm Riker. Storms off yeah. because of Serena exit. No one's told Riker what's happening. He's just, no, he, he's, he's so <laughs> mad. He's so mad because he storms in to see Picard and he's like, that's like, I love, he's like, I need to know everything you do, Captain. And Picard's like, you do. You know everything I know. I know fucking nothing. Yeah. I like how initially he's like pretty pissed at Picard being like, yo, dude, you got to tell me what's up because I'm your second in command, man. Come on, look at what's going on. Picard's like, 
nope, <laughs> nope, this is all I know. You you know everything. And then yeah. and then Riko's like, uh-huh, okay, cool. So we're uh we're kinda we're kinda stuck together in this then. All right, let's go on um after after Picard's like, I don't know anything, Riko's like, Is it are they investigating me? Is it all me? Is it me? And Picard's yeah. like, even if it was, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, exactly. Like, what do you think, Riker? What do you think the answer to that is going to be, my guy? Like, firstly, have you done anything? No, then you're probably fine. Like, yeah. chill. I like how paranoid he gets. Like, instantly, he's like, "It's me. It's to do with me. It's 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 all about me. <laughs> I'm the star, mm-hmm. Mr. Riker." Mm-hmm. Oh fuck, he's such a dick. But like, I love him. But yes, he's and, he's oh, paranoid as fuck. It's so annoying because oh. he's all like. um he goes to Rennick and is like, can I help you? And Rennick just says, well, when I need to ask you some questions, I hope you'll make time for me. And he's all furious about not knowing what's going on. And when he storms off and Rennick's like, I'll ask you those questions now. Riker's like, no, I'm working. It's like, here yeah. is your opportunity to find out what he wants to know. And you're being a baby about it. Exactly. You have the opportunity to like, at least, you know, try <laughs> and figure stuff out but he's so frustrated that like he's so this has upset his daily routine you know yeah. he's annoyed that like he is in, like it's that whole ego thing of like oh i'm in question okay cool well i'm just gonna be a dick to the person who's like you know job it is asking questions i mm-hmm. i i like remick is being a dick like he's he being is. a he's dick being he's intentionally being, being a dick, dick. Exactly. He's being an asshole. But, like, also, the I mean, you catch more fights with honey than you do with vinegar. I mean, like, come on, guy. <laughs> Let's be a little bit sweet and sexy about this. Let's not be, like, you know, cold, cold hard, balls deep in the first question. Like, let's just, first be, question. let's just, like, you know, ease the fuck into it, my guy. I feel like he's definitely got a tactic of being a hard-ass, like, Remick. But, yeah. like, uh, he's a terrier. Yeah, he is. He's fucking Jack Russell. You know, yeah. Jack Russell's a fucking. I, okay, I haven't. I've met nice Jack Russells, and they're lovely. But I've also met shit Jack Russells, mm. and they're absolutely the worst. Like they love one guy. So this guy Remick loves old man George. Um, Greg. Or whatever his name was. It Greg. Admiral old man Greg. Greg. Admiral Greg. Old Greg. Um, I'm old Greg. Old man- That's how you remember it. I'm old Greg. <laughs> loves old man Greg to death. Like bits. Like mm. obsessed. Um. But fucking goes off and barks his little tiny little Jack Russell uh, yeah. face off at everybody else because uh, he's a fucking little asshole. Yep, yeah, that's exactly. I love it. Love yeah. it. Perfect analogy. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah he's a dick. Um, I forget what happens. Does he talk to Riker or does he? He does get a chance to talk to Riker. We get a, a little interlude with um, with Wesley again, where they're doing the what hyperspace physics test. Uh, and <laughs> they take yeah. a lot of time showing what everyone answers, and I'm like. Yes. Yes, that's the answer. Because everyone no seems idea. to get it right. Yep. I have no idea what he's asking. As, like, what, what question? Was it actually a physics question? I don't know. Me. It's hyperspace. <laughs> it could be, what is the square root diagonal of blue? I would have been like, yep, cool. That sounds sciencey. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, Wes and explains, it was a trick question. Yeah. He, right. He's very, he's like, I'm right. on it, everybody. Get, get this. And everybody else is like, shut the fuck up, goddamn! This this kid, this yeah. This we we all we all realized it was a trick question, Wesley. We all knew it was a trick question. Mordak got it. We know. Oleana got yeah. it. Oleana got it. What's her face? Vulcan got it. Like we know. Yeah. Well, we're all we're here. We're all doing the same test. We're here for a reason. You fuck. But um. But yeah, he's he's being all you know cute and preppy and shit. Um, and then do they have a conversation with Oleana then? Is because like, yeah, Oleana's, Oleana's all like, wow, you're smart and cute. 
Yeah, she's being, she's being so fucking direct. I love she's, it. She, oh, it's the way to do. It's the way to be. Yeah. Like, uh, bless her. She's going for it. She's just like, I like this guy. He's cute and he's nerdy, and he and he seems to be age appropriate. So I'm just gonna go for it. And she throws and, all the guns. <laughs> and Paul, bless, bless Wes Hart. He's completely like ignoring everything so she's flummoxed. saying. So flummoxed. Well, he's not ignoring it. He's like, oh my gosh, a girl thinks I'm cute and has no idea what to do with it. But nothing happens then. He doesn't make any moves. He just leaves it. He's just like, oh my god, she thinks I'm cute. Cool. And then never brings it up again. Except to be like, she's cool, I guess. But have you seen Mordok? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Big blue boy. It's cool. Uh, It's so cute. But yeah, it's like... It is. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And you think Wes would catch the fuck on. But he's like... Oh, okay, cool. I guess she said I was cute. I'm not going to do that. If I was fucking 16 and some mm-hmm. dude I liked or like just just literally any guy, anybody yeah. when I was 16 was like, hey, I think you're cute in any kind of like casual way. I would have been fl- like freaking the fuck out. I would have been flummoxed. I would have been like, hey, do you want to marry me? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> That's you wanna, when you start like, writing on your, on your notebooks, like the, the, yeah. you know, the, the whoever and forever. Mr. and Mrs. Start or, practicing or, your new signature. Oliana. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's her name again? Is it o- Oliana? Wait. Oliana. Oliana. Mr. and Ms. Oliana. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Goddamn She'd it. She'd be like, Oliana Crusher. Oliana Crusher. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I wish I knew Oliana's last name. Just, yeah, babes, babes for life. Um, but yeah, yeah fuck. I, but he, that's, it's, that's what it's annoys so me because he's not... He's not acting like a proper teenager. He's that would imagine doing that during a test. I would have been completely thrown. Yeah. I would have been like, I'm failing, I guess. I don't know. This guy, this cute chick is into me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm done. There was a little just, bit of I'll me just... before I realized that it wasn't going to be all just on the ship on the planet. I thought maybe she's like trying to throw him off his game so she gets it instead. <gasps> that's so dumb. I love I wish I actually, yeah, that's what happened. That's a hundred percent what it is. No way that she's interested in Wednesday. She's a hundred percent. <laughs> throw him off his game and just flirting. I wish you. I wish we got a scene of her trying that on the Vulcan chick as well, being like, "Wow, your hair is so beautiful," and her just being like, "Fucking what?" <laughs> I'd love that. That's legit. That's kosher. That's what's happened. That's one hundred percent what's happened. Because um, because it, it makes it makes so much more sense that way. It makes so much more sense. Of course, she's not interested in Wesley. Of course, she's not interested in Wesley. <laughs> Nobody's interested in Wesley at this point. Wesley will die alone. Really short. No. <laughs> no, but like that's such a hardcore play. Because she comes out and she's like, at one point she says something like, I'm not sure if it's now or a little bit later. She says like, I'm, I'm like, you guys, it comes because Modoro. That's Murdoch right. Yeah, yeah. It comes so naturally like, to you too. They're like talking about like questions and like what it could be, and she's like, "Wow, it comes so naturally to you guys. Like you don't have you don't have to practice at all. Like I practice fucking every day. Like I have to try. Like I have to put effort in." And the other two guys are like, "Wow, that sucks for you, I guess." Anyway, yeah. <laughs> back to the conversation yeah. we were having. Ah, uh, fuck um, yeah, it makes so much more sense if she was like trying to play them. Anyway, yeah. I love that idea. Let's pretend she's um, not though. I like people being nice. Yeah, okay, fine. But, like, if we never see her again, I just love the idea that she sort of <laughs> tricked her away. And, oh, no, actually, because she's no, she, she didn't trick her way into the academy. She's like, she's smart. It's just she was she's the best on the day. System. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. She's she's, she's, she's a Slytherin. It's fine. Skills. Just power. All the power to her. Yeah. I love it. Um, but, yeah. Uh, anyway, so, anyway, <laughs> Wes- Wesley has a love interest. And um, someone who gets a lot of love interests is Riker. 
And yes, he's... nice. Nice segue. Yes, Riker, frazzled. He's still frazzled. He's still annoyed. He's still annoyed. Freaking the fuck out. But Remick does yeah. find him and say, okay, it's time to have your questions now. But Riker also apologizes for his outburst yeah. earlier. Um, big boy pants of him. Very well done. <laughs> he takes him to the to the ready room, and we get our first weird Jonathan Frakes thing down. Yes! Oh, I forgot about this. The lovely mounting the chair and sitting yeah. on it back. Does he sit on it backwards, or just he fully goes over the chair? Like he? I don't. I don't think he sits backwards. <laughs> he. I think he just goes over the chair and sits and leans forward. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, he, oh, fuck, what's it, pole vaults over the chair, kind of, yeah. like, you know, freestyle, freehand. Well, he just swings his leg all the way over the chair, so he's standing it's, above it and then just sits. It's beautiful to watch. It's like, it's like a ballet. <laughs> Do you of, know why that was? Man in chair. Why was that? Did he want to seem more relatable with the kids or, like, the no. Youths? what's going no, on? No, no, he's not a youth pastor. Um, uh. <laughs> a pa- this is my vague recollection of it. Apparently, a lot of the chairs were slightly too small for him because he's a big guy. And it was actually like it hurt his back like crazy to sit on them. Sure. So he would just go, cool, this is how I'm going to sit on this because that's why he leans forward a lot as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because of just everything he's having to do, it's like he's in pain a lot of the time. And that's why later on he always sits on the chair backwards because it's easier for him to lean forward and, and support his back that way. Yeah, but like... Sure, I get that. Sure, the leaning, fine. But like, why the mounting? Why the straddling over the chair? I don't know. How does that help you back, my guy? Like, what? Could you not sit down normally and then lean forward and or like you know flip the chair back and then, then I, I? Well, I think I it's I, I think it's part I about the spine not bending. Like the way yeah, so, he moves, he doesn't bend his spine as much. But when he goes over the chair, don't you bend your spine to one no, side? No, because get, he's just kind of height? yeah, but he's not contracting it. That's it. I'm YouTubing. I'm going to Google. Oh, okay. Gonna, Why does Jonathan Frake sit differently? And Because I, I no, of course, I'm just going to watch that scene. I just want like to study a, it. Sure. <laughs> I thought it was a little bit like uh, Martin Sheen in the West Wing, where he has a very unique way of putting on a jacket, which has to do with, oh. with his shoulders. With Oh, really? How does he, yeah. how does he do I, that? I don't know. He, like, swing, slings it around and, like, slides both arms in at once. Right, right, right. And is that to do with his shoulder? Or... Yeah, I believe Sorry, so. Or it might be his right. neck. I can't remember. But it's really interesting because they do a flashback to the character as a child and they got that actor to do it the same way. Wow, that's cool. I like it just, that. It's, it's just, this is what he does. That's a nice little thing. All right. I found the YouTube clip of Riker sits down and it's this scene with, with Remington. What's his face? Ribbit, Remick. Ribbitson? Remick. Um, <laughs> and, okay, so the motion is... Riker approaches the table where Remick is sitting mm-hmm. and you get the perspective from Remick. So you're just behind Remick's shoulder. Riker sort of leans in with his shoulder on the left, puts his left arm sort of down closer to the table and then starts to swing his right leg over the chair. So it's yeah, like a he stool. Vaults right? so he vaults it. He vaults it. He, go, he, he goes for the vault. But like he's still sort of twisting on his left leg and twisting at the hip so he can yeah. get that leg up and then sitting down straight for the lean, straight going into the lean of the shoulder, and then he he he, he lands it. He lands it straight on the straight. Actually, wait, I I am mistaken. I'm mistaken. I thought it was a stool. It's a stool with a slight back, so he had mm-hmm. to mount yeah, he swings, the back he of the swings the um the leg over the top of the stool. Yeah, or he over the completely back. clears it. But like he's so but, tall that he can do it in kind of that one motion. But still, it involves a pivot. It involves some swing. Involves a bit of twist. But it doesn't. <laughs> 
it doesn't contract the spine. Like his spine doesn't bend at any point. Oh, yeah, you're right. He just goes straight into the leaning down with his both elbows on the table. I don't think he does yeah. both elbows yeah. on the table lean all the time. I think this is just an intimidation tactic for a uh, man Remick. But, um, but yeah, he definitely, he doesn't twist the spine. You're right. Yeah. Or he doesn't contract the spine. He doesn't like bend the back. He just oh, keeps it yeah, you're right. straight. He doesn't and I think that's because of straight. like a spine issue. Shit, we've cracked the code. We've done I mean, some. We, I don't know. I, <laughs> I like that this is what we're doing rather than just Googling the question. It needs to be done. We're doing God's work here, okay? Look, it has to have been said. I'm so confused. Okay, so, 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 all right, right next to, so I'll send you this video because right after that, we get the first, this was the first in the whole of the Star Trek this Nation. Is the first this, one. this is the first one of, of, of the Will Riker sit down. And, and it goes on into the next scene, which is like a few, I think, seasons later where Riker's got a beard. And in this one, I understand because same seats, same situation, but Riker doesn't just, that there's no lean in he just goes straight down so his his spine stays straight so his yeah. back stays completely straight there's no arc there's no nothing and he sits down i'm like okay that's that's bellissimo that's perfect that's fantastic i get that now why you wouldn't yeah. want to like you know be fucking with your back um yeah because like this is i think with his height and where they have all the the chairs he's basically squatting to sit down yeah it, it would be hell to low. get down that yeah they're low right the low riders, sorry. Yeah, you're sure. right. It would be hell to get down there. But but he does it on the way back up as well. <laughs> I'm just well, yeah, because he's got to... <laughs> this, this second scene, the, the video I sent you, he does it on the way back up and he just like rewinds. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to put okay. this this video in the in the show links. Everybody watch. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's... Uh, if anyone does have the actual reason, please just just write to us. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the spine. I think you're right. It's something. It must be something to do with his back. Because yeah. like, and how tall? I he hope is. he's is okay. He, he's a big boy, and I hope he's, he's fine. He's a very big boy. In his ripe old age of how old is he now? Like oh, he's like in his eighties. I think he's in his eighties. Shit. I think. Man. And, but because of those sit downs, spine intact. Never had a problem. Never had an issue. Yeah. And we all we have to thank the um, the Riker sit down for that. Well, you know so, what he yeah. does have an issue with. He does have an mm-hmm. issue with um, Remick nice because Remick's yeah, got. Good, good. I, I'm on fire with these segues today. <laughs> you're, you're doing great. That's like five of five now. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, fantastic. So Remick wants to go over these discrepancies in Picard's log, and mm. Riker's all like, "Well, if there's a problem with the log, ask the captain." And Remick's like, "If you if you're hiding something, you wouldn't want to answer, and you don't want to answer, so you must be hiding something." And they get all in each other's faces, and that's kind of it. They get all like max testosterone level yeah. heightened uh, if you didn't do this then you must do this and oh i've checkmated your checkmate and f- fuck you and yeah that's about yeah. it we don't yeah. learn anything except that like remick's being an asshole Riker's just well, being you know annoyed we do, we do learn that <laughs> it that, does seem like he's investigating picard not the enterprise yes that's true that's true because actually. we get a little montage of him asking geordie and then they get the troy bit that um oh. like He's asking Geordie about the incident with Kaczynski and the Traveller. And he's like, mm-hmm. yes, Kaczynski came in and changed all these things, but that was um, Starfleet mandated. But Remick's like, yeah, but Picard lost control of his ship. Like, he just mm-hmm. gave it over to this guy. And yeah. then he's like, Councillor Troy, is Picard fit for command? Because there was this incident with the Ferengi in the battle and his old ship, the Stargazer. And Troy gets so mad. She's so Troy mad at mad? him. 
Yeah. She's like, that was something different. That was an outside influence. But yeah, it really seems like Remick is investigating Picard. Yeah, yeah, and that's what that's what his that's what his focus is. So he's he's definitely because I and that's why I loved how Riker was like, it's about me, it's all about me. But no, it's about you. It's about fucking oh, it's about who do you think it's going to be about? (laughs) No, not you, you dumb bitch. No, you're no one, (laughs) but Riker. No one cares about you, Riker. No one cares about you, Riker. Shut up. Um, Shut up, Riker. It was always it was always Picard. yeah, it's like it makes it makes so much more sense because obviously they're asking. Yeah, you're right. They're, they're going through the bridge crew. He's going through the bridge crew. He's asking all these questions, all these personal like anecdotes, or like not personal, but all of like basically the logbook of what we've seen. Yeah, up into this which on the show. I love so much because so often we've been saying Starfleet's just not going to do anything about this like, weird incident. It's like, yeah. no, they're definitely doing something about it right now. Yeah. I love that. I love that, like, Picard's getting audited for, like, the fucking insane buffoonery. Because on paper, yeah. none of his decisions, or, like, a lot of his decisions don't make sense. Like, I get that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this makes sense. I understand this now. But, like, but like, obviously, there's more going on because even even Amen Remick is like, uh, so you did this, but, like, for these reasons? And then everyone's, like, basically giving him the same answer of, like, nah, dude we've got it in the logbooks like we we've explained why <laughs> we've mm-hmm. we've we've explained like there were other shit going on like he's and remix just kind of trying to twist things and like very much making it all about like the card being incompetent or like not being fit for service and all this shit yeah yeah so that's 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 heavy the heavy vibe we're getting is, mm. is picard is sus or getting sussed getting sussed out and uh and yeah yeah which which i like i like that they're kind of bringing back all the old stuff from um, previous episodes, and I love how that I love having that happen in a D and D campaign. Yeah, because uh, and I haven't haven't I haven't had that happen in a game yet. But I love the idea of having a law based system or some sort of mm. trial occur in game. Mm-hmm. Because then imagine having being a DM setting up a trial situation where one of the players or all of the players gets put on trial for a mm-hmm. particular. Like the stuff that they usually that they made do in their past. as murder yeah, the hobos, stuff that they usually yeah. do, murder hobos. Yeah, which is great because you can pull from anything if you're like, yeah, a D campaign full of murder hobos. So it's it's I love that idea that then they have to logic like their decisions in real time. Like I think that's a really fun thing to play through and watch. And I would love to do that if in- they remember. <laughs> yes, like, will they actually like, remember? <laughs> that's why we <laughs> killed that guy. Yeah, let, let's be honest. The DM is keeping track of most things. Like, yeah. if you're the DM, you know what happened like five se- sessions ago or whatever. You hope. But if you're a player, if you're a player, you're a cute little ADHD baby, and your brain just goes blue, and you're like, "What? <laughs> what Who's happened? Who's that guy again? I don't. Who's that guy? Frank? Franco? Was that Frenetti? Frenetti? <laughs> did, like, no, did we need Did we need him alive? Did, what's What's going on? Why are we doing Wait, this again? Did- did we kill that guy? Are we the baddies? <laughs> We're the baddies. <laughs> like it's it would be great to watch and be great to play. And it was also it would also yeah be great to be a DM and, and put a team through that shit to see what happens. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it is something I like to it. do through the um through my campaigns where I'll ha- either have a recurring NPC or have locations. Okay. Okay. Like the same locations kind of showing up, and it's more, hey, you did this thing. Let's see what it looks like five years later. Or it's the same shop that you go to, but now that okay. you, you cleared out the, I don't know, the mean locks that were in there originally, but now it's been taken over by something else. And it's like, you know this area. 
and you're kind of having to relive what happened the last time. That's cool. I love that idea. Repercussions for your actions are great. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They are. Uh, and speaking of worries and repercussions, so Wes is on the holodeck. Oh, that was that was oh, that wasn't as good. Oh well, <laughs> that wasn't no, as I, good you one. Tried. That was, that was I tried. Solid Look, it, it ties in with the seat. Uh, so he's on the holodeck, and Worf <laughs> kind of shows up. I'm worried about what Worf's going to. Actually, no, I, I know what Worf's going to be doing. He's going to be doing combat training. Oh yeah, always yeah. the jujitsu, whatever it is, yeah. some sort of taekwondo, taekwondo. So yeah. and um, Worf inquires about how the testing's going. Like yeah. Worf being, you know, not he's not the boy anymore. He's Wesley. Yeah, he's being, you know, proactive, a little bit like inquisitive. He's, he's being, he's being cute. He's being nice. Yeah, he's, uh, he's interested in Wesley's um, going ons, and uh, and Wesley's like, yeah, it's okay, I guess. This is Mordok. I no, he doesn't mention Mordok, but it'd be really cute. <laughs> this Mordok guy, he's really uh, cute. <laughs> he's really cute and tall. I mean, blue. Uh, he's blue and tall. Um, no, he kind of yeah describes that like this. This test he's really worried yeah. about. Worried about it's the last test. It's the psych test, and yeah. he's like stressing yeah. like how do they know it's because it's supposed to be your deepest fear. Your or, deepest like, your fear. fear. Yeah. yeah, and uh, he was on the and- holodeck to try to figure out if he could like face it. Like he was like, do I do snakes? Do I do bats? Do I do like getting trapped in a cave? What do I do? Because he's like, I can't figure out what my deepest fear is. Yeah, yeah, and, and Wolf is there to be like, well, I mean. It was it, with the time I like because Wes said something like, "How do they know? Like, how do they even know? If I don't know, how would they know?" And then yeah. Wolf was like, "Well, they get the information from your, you know, statistics on the on the, your psych the profile, your psych profile, yeah, essentially." Um, and then they gather it from there. And Wes is like, "But, but, but that's stupid. And that wouldn't mm-hmm. work." And then or something. And Wolf is yeah, just Wolf's like, "Well, like, it works. No, it worked yeah, perfectly it, for me. It was spot on for me." No, but first he says it worked for the people I tested with, and then it also worked for me, I guess. I know. I <laughs> like, guess. He kind of like under his breath, and then Wesley's like, oh, You? I didn't know Cleons could be afraid. And Wolf's like, Fuck, yeah, dude, of course we're afraid. Like, you, you're not a good warrior unless you're afraid. Like, Only you're fools afraid. have no fear. Exactly, that's the one. I thought it was like warriors or some shit, but no, it's only fools have no fear. And I was like, oh, well, that's uh, quite insightful of you there, Wolf. Uh, good job. Um, yeah, and he's he's uh, and then Wesley's like, well, cool. Uh, that makes me feel slightly better, I guess. But also, sorry for asking you so many personal questions. Well, I don't know. Um, I I like that Wolf actually. Well, I don't can't remember if he volunteers it or but what he says about what his worst fear was or his deepest fear was. Oh, that, oh, that's right. Yeah, he goes on. Yeah, yeah. He, he says, he says um, that it's he finds it difficult to depend on others, especially for his own life. That's right. And Wesley's like, you do that every day, though. So how did you get over it? And he's like, no, I'm still facing it. Like that's still yeah. something I need. Like I'm working on. And it's, I love that because that's basically what, like, you know, a good a good therapist or like you know a good counseling session to sort of give you the perspective of like if you have issues they're not going to go away but you'll get better at like dealing with them through blah 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 and like you know recognizing them and doing all this shit to sort of like help but they'll never leave you they'll still always be your fears so um yeah i like this i like it it's a really good little scene and it really doesn't really stand out in the rest of the episode but this is really kind of important because it also says about the test it's saying you're not going to just succeed and everything will be better, like you were saying. It's like going to be a constant thing. But it's also about facing something that terrifies you and then making a decision. Exactly. exactly. So it's it's just yeah. testing what you do in a situation, not can you overcome it. Yeah. There is yeah. no – I mean, I, 
yeah, it, there's there's no correct like definite answer. There's yeah. will you overcome it and how will you do that and like it, it and and that's sort of what the test is all about. And I like I like this scene explaining that because we don't get to see enough of Worf, even though the next episode I think is mm. a Worf episode, but we don't get to see enough of Worf at this point. So we haven't really had it any time that focuses on him and his like. I don't know issues and character, but like this is this is great, and I think of all of the all of the characters who talk about who could have you know had had a chat with Wesley about this. I think Worf is probably the best character. Worf is really the best choice for it. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So yeah, I like this, and that's what I like about this episode is little moments like that where you get like you know this, and it's kind of connected to what's happening with Wesley, but it's also what's connected to happening you know with the with the side B plot, and then mm-hmm. and like it's all. Um, Impactful and doing the thing, it's cute. Like, well, we we jump into a sudden C plot after this. This is the bit with Jake. Oh, shit, that's right, Jake from the beginning of the episode, yeah, from the beginning of the episode, and who thinks shows up at the end as well. But there's um, unauthorized entry into the shuttle bay, and everyone's like, oh no, what's going on? And it turns out it was Jake, he's um, managed to get into a shuttle. And Remick, of course, is like pointing out that should have been secured. He shouldn't be able to get yeah. into a shuttle. He is a child. Because, of course, course Remick's fucking on the bridge. Like, God yeah. damn it. Come on, rid of him. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, he's, he's the first to point it out. Be like, this shouldn't be happening, Picard. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Let me do my job. God damn it. So he's trying to speak to our boy Jake. Jake, yep. James? He hails Jake. And Jake's all like, I can't go on because I didn't get into the Academy. I'm going to go sign on a freighter and be a trucker for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah. Basically, he's stolen a shuttle to go that. But he's unbalanced the dilithium which means it's going to crash. I didn't understand right. any of this. I feel like that's 101 in um in in shuttle. In shuttle bro- yeah, it's literally like yeah. you just swerved into a tree randomly. I know. It's like, hey, maybe which are the don't unstabilize the dilithium crystal yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. Um, so but he yeah, basically has it's... like 78 seconds before he's going to burn up on re-entry or something. Yeah, it's it, it escalates pretty dramatically. It's it like, pretty I'm still quickly. on the ship crap. Oh, fuck. I'm I, going to die. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it, it definitely it definitely doesn't work out well uh, yeah. for good old Picard- James' runaway attempts. <laughs> yeah, Picard okay. just, like, shouts to the bridge, everyone, give me your options. What are we going to do? And, like, a tractor beam's too far away and the transport is too far away. And Remick's like, you need to save that boy. And Picard's like, sit down and shut the fuck up. I'm going to save that boy. Yeah, everyone's freaking the fuck out again. And then it's another, like, great little great little moment of, like, Picard just being, like, the calm, the calm bitch in amongst yeah. all of them. He's just like, calm, sh- shut up. Just let me do my job. Just sh- yeah, he, he what does he tell Remick? He's just like, shut up. Or, or wait, no, he doesn't say shut up. He no, says yeah, that another time, but that. great. He's too polite. But he's just like, if you don't stop talking to me and let me do my job, then I'm going to order you off my bridge. Yeah. And Remick's like, you can't do that. He's like, yes, I can. <laughs> I am the captain. Fuck mm. you. <laughs> but to, not to that extent. But um. But yeah, yeah then he, so- he kind of talks talks Jake through this um, controlled dive. I don't know how it works. It like kickstarts the engine or something. Mm. But he doesn't explain. This is what I love because it's all about trust. So he doesn't mm. explain to... And this is what I think is a big part of Picard's like inner belief system and inner core values is that he will trust. He once he has placed his trust in you, such as he's placed his trust in the Federation as yeah. as 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 an entity. Once he's placed his trust in something, he will, oh, like he will 
uh, obey any order. He will follow the rules. He will, if someone, like, for this whole scene, this whole, not scene, this whole episode is about him in a position of power, but still having power above him and following those rules to a T. And that's what yep. he's done to this, like, to this point, or maybe not this point, there's a point in the future of this, uh, another part of this episode that he gets to and he's like, no, fuck, I'm going to the Admiral. But up until this point, like, he's been pretty, like, good in his behavior to Ramek. He's been pretty good in his behavior to what's been happening with, like, regards to the Admiral. Admiral, sorry. Uh, and he expects the same of others. So he expects yeah. Starfleet Academy applicants, Starfleet in general, to obey orders. Because he, like, from the, but also he's super open and clear in why he gives these orders to his Ooh. bridge crew and like why he does these things. But he's like, he will place trust in something and then like, like that's it. Like he will always, he, yeah. he will remain yeah. that way until you give him cause to like, until you say, I'm evil. And he's like, no, okay, well, fuck. <laughs> he, he's uh, the epitome <laughs> of lawful good. He is yes. that paladin that, that exactly. I, I cast him as originally. It's like, that's what he does. He has faith in the institutions around him and he will work through those institutions because they have been decided upon through logic and whatever it is that they've decided upon all that kind of thing mm. and but he's he gonna, expects i'm that. gonna believe that and he expects that everyone else will do the same yes yeah, so he doesn't explain to james hey i'm gonna bounce you off the like what was it the ozone layer of the planet or whatever it yeah is. whatever like, it was. Some, yeah, he, he doesn't explain that. He's just like, you're going to have to trust me. And this whole, like, trust connection, I think, is probably, like, maybe something to do with him, James's uh, failing Jake. the test or something. Jake. Jake, sorry. My boy, Jake. <laughs> um, why, he, <laughs> why he failed the test, I don't know. But, like, Jake initially is doubtful. He's just like, but I'm going to crash if I aim for the planet, which I fear, I think is a fair enough statement. Yeah. Like, if you're like, hey, I'm probably going to hit the planet if I aim straight forward. Am I landing? Is that what I'm doing? No, but God's like, no, no, no. You need to trust me. Go for it. And then, like, keep going until you hit zero point something to something yeah. um, kilometers or whatever. And he's just like, okay. And then he does it. And then because, like, right, pull the fuck up. And he pulls up and he bounces them off the atmosphere. Uh, and and Remick is thrilled. Remick yes. is, was watching with bated breath. He was like, what the fuck? How did you do that? That was amazing. Um this yeah, cool. That uh, moment where Remick's like, he does his little fist pump when Jake's saved. Yes. That is the indication that Remick is not the dick he appears to be. Yes. Because yes. he's like, exactly. yes, if if he was just like this complete pencil pusher, we're meant to hate him. Like as soon as like everything's back to normal, he's like, okay, now we need to investigate how, how Jake in, got to the shuttle. Exactly. Like exactly. he goes back to and it, but there's that moment of he's actually worried about somebody else's life. And that <laughs> yeah. makes him more human. And you're like, oh, he is just doing his job. Yeah, because that, that's right. That's why Picard snaps it because he's like, before James gets saved, Jake, Jake. gets saved, sorry. Uh, before Jake gets saved, um, uh, yeah, Remick's like, you're responsible. Just so you know, Picard. Just so you know. Just so you know. Just, mm -hmm. just in case you didn't, just in case you forgot. You're responsible for this kid's life. And Picard's like, thank you. Shut up. I'm doing my job. And, and, Basically, just gets yeah. It says you know, shut the fuck up. We'll get off the bridge. Um, and then yeah, Remick is thrilled. He's like, wow, that was amazing. How did you know I was gonna do that? He's kind of like you know, offering Picard a little bit more respect. And Picard's just mm. like, yeah, well, it's my job. Blah blah blah. Uh, and then Remick is like, yeah, well, how the fuck do you get in the cargo bay? Huh? 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 Mm -hmm. Straight on to the next. He's like, he's quick with the uptake. He's doing his job. He's he is. 
I respect that. <laughs> He's trying to do the best job he can. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I can't remember what happens after this. We get back to the well, Wesley. We go back to Wesley. This is when Wesley yeah. bumps into someone in the hallway or someone bumps into him, um, just smashes it. Look where you're going. It's like he gets jocked, yeah. basically. That's right. He gets jocked. This is the jock moment. This is the this is that he gets thrown. So yeah, there's this yeah. very tall, old, older dude. Not old, but like he's definitely thirties. Yeah. 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 He's and he's he's thick jawed. He's got like you know an attitude. He's got some some muscles, some some fisticuffs. He's trying to throw some fisticuffs at Wesley, and Wesley's yeah. just like uh, Wesley's like sorry. apologizing, sorry about that. Um, and then I think the guy's like I- super insulting to him as well. Yeah, the guy is, is pretty much like not taking any shit. He's just like, you pushed me on purpose. How dare you? How fucking dare you? Do you know who I am? Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Basically carrying it up again. And then uh, who, uh, I think the, um, the test Chen. runner comes in, Commander yeah. Chen. He comes in. He's like, what's going on? Is there a problem here, boys? What's happening? Um, and Wesley instantly goes from zero to 10 and starts mm-hmm. being like, dude, fuck you. You pushed me. It was an accident. How dare you? Fuck, do you want to go? Do you want to get, do you want to go? Because I'll kill <laughs> you. Wanna... I'll kill you, man. I'll okay, fight you for I'll kill you. Exactly. I'll fuck with you, man. Don't even fucking, do you want violence? I'll give you violence. He says something like, I'm going to give you violence if you want violence or something like very yeah. like hardcore. And everything I was like, whoa, that's a, that's a bold claim. That's big. That's, 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 yeah, that's a, big dick energy mm-hmm, from Wesley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the dude's and, and like, the, dude, the dude's like, yeah, I like you. You're funny. You're funny. Way to go. And he backs the fuck off and he leaves. Yeah. Um, and, and Mordak has what? no idea what's going on. Yeah, Mordak's confused as fuck. He's like, that went, that got crazy. That went out of hand. You almost killed a guy. Um, <laughs> but, but Wesley, Wesley explains, he's like, no, 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 actually. Wesley does a little actually moment and goes like, no, actually, I saw his webbed fingers and then I realized he was a blah, blah, blah race. A Zoldan. Blah, blah, blah. A Zoldan. A Zoldan. And Zoldans reacts like furiously to politeness because they think it's like, you know, pathetic and shit or like some sort of like weird yeah. social bullshittery so yeah he's just like so that's when i knew i had to be violent in return <laughs> and then <laughs> and then commander chen's like excellent wesley clap clap uh you've passed uh, this sort of weird test that we've given you we don't know why it's a little bit weird but we've thrown it in there and mordak's like wait you get tests sometimes just out of the blue just just because and commander chen's like yeah sometimes we just give you tests when you're not expecting tests so whoop-de-doo uh anyway see that you makes later, sense boys. to me yeah, it does. But then you don't know when the test little... is coming. That's how life works. Yeah, but do they do that with everything? Then oh, I mean, yeah, did Mordak could get a at a test that he didn't know was a test? Like yeah, and he probably and, passed. And why, it. Yeah, but why did they explain that in front of Mordak? Like, why did they explain that then with Wesley? Like, has Wesley now passed all his weird like um, sudden tests? Now he's only got the psych test, to, all the cube and the psych test to worry about. Like, yeah, I, I think know. so. Okay, all right. I think Wesley well, then... asks if this was a test. Oh, because he's so smart. He just clued yeah. in right away. Fact, yeah. It does kind of make sense. Like, Commander Chen is right there. And, like, had Wesley not passed the test, it feels like he would have been able to defuse the situation. And it would have been yeah. a learning moment for them rather than a, like, well, you failed this test. It's more like, let's see how they handle this. All right, they need to, they need to learn a bit more about that, so I'll teach them. And then next time yeah. they'll know what to do. Yeah, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. But, uh, but still, a little bit, a little bit, you know. Yeah. Now he knows for the next time he applies. He's just going to be tested. I would be on my guard all the time. Like, <laughs> Constantly. From the moment I, I, <laughs> moment I get there, I just I wouldn't fart. Like, I would just, like, I wouldn't do anything that I think someone else might be listening to or hearing or, or like, watching me. I'd just be on my best behavior 24-7. Um, I, I, I have lie. just been watching The Rookie 
um, the first season of The Rookie. Um, I don't know if any listeners have watched that, but there's a, an episode in the first season where there's all these tests, like IA, like sets up fake things to catch um, detect or catch police officers who might be like, yeah, I'll just take a bribe from you to let people off. And there's one where they find a guy who's been caught in a bear trap and the training officer assumes it's fake. It's like, yeah, look how great the makeup on this guy is. I'm going to just take this bear trap off and it just starts pissing blood everywhere. He's like, huh, that that might be real. <laughs> that uh, one might be real. Oh, my God. That's very accurate to what the situation I think could go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could could yeah. be like if everything goes wrong. If Commander Chen just didn't happen to be there and this guy got the fuck. Where's he got yeah. the shit kicked out of him? <laughs> like, Which wow, would be amusing for the rest bone. of us. Oh, yeah. I mean, you love to see I'm... it, Leslie. <laughs> Leslie yeah. fucked around. Mordak can uh, throw down. I'm sure Mordak would be okay. Yeah, he'd just take a hit of his vape and then he'd just go off the chart. He'd just go crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got some drugs in there. So we go back to <laughs> the ship. Uh, and now I love this sequence of... Um, it's kind of a montage. It's kind of these one-two shots of Remick investigating different people and talking to them and like turning this computer around so they can see it. Yeah. And then it changes who he's talking to by the shot. And it is, it's, well this, done. it's really well done. It's a good way yeah. of doing this sort of, sort of thing. Like that switch back and forth between who you're talking to. Uh, yeah. But he's talking to data and basically saying, there's a problem with the ship. I need data's help. Picard is not as he appears. And data just says, there's no problems with the logs and there's no problems with Picard. So it must be your assumption that's wrong. That is logical. Yeah, data is super straightforward. He's just like something to do with you, dude. It's not us. Like everything is yeah straightforward yeah. here. And he turns the computer back around and like shows Remick. He's just like, nope, it's all to do with your logs. I don't know. I can't explain it, but yeah, maybe check again. Um, yeah. And yeah, if, if you're seeing something the, wrong, then there's something wrong with your eyes, dude. It, yeah, I love it. It's it's very sassy, passive aggressive data, but I I, I do like. That. Like, he doesn't know he's being aggressive, but it's... Yeah. Um, uh, but so yeah, we also I, see Worf? Yes, we see Worf. Do we see Geordie here as well? Or was that no, we first? don't get... We got Geordie the first time. But we see Worf, yeah. we see Beverly, and then we finally get him interviewing Picard. Uh, and that's yes, what but gets Picard I, fed up. I, but Worf's great. Yes. I love Worf, and I love Bev's response. Because, like, he's, he's honing in on... Beverly's and Picard's relationship is like yeah. being something like he wants to talk about it like don't he's we all? like uh how how do you feel about working with Picard and she's like I, I'm cool I guess I don't know um and then he brings up like he brings up his her her ex-partner like her yeah her she's husband, like who died. he says he's, um how do you feel serving you... with the man responsible for your husband's death yeah and that shakes her a little like not shakes her but it makes her laugh and I love her I love the actor actresses like I love the way that she's done this. She's so great because she just kind of like laughs it off. And then like, he's like, you can tell me anything. You, you, It's an open, it's completely like confidential. You can tell me yeah. everything you, you want. And she's just like, um, yeah, so my relationship or how I feel about Picard has nothing to do with this investigation. Um, you don't need to know any of that. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like she does it in such a great way. She's just like, is so Beverly. And I love it. Oh, mother, I love it. Amazing. Beverly's fantastic. fantastic. She's so great. But yeah, then we get the Picard interrogation yeah. scene. And Which is being... a very important one. He's like, you broke the prime yeah. directive. Like, there was yeah. a very clear case it... with the Edo. Where you Edo, yeah, broke with Wesley. It. You just broke it. You... Yeah, and, and Picard's like, look, I saved one of my bridge, like, one of, not my bridge crew, but I saved one of my crew members. And I, That's... it's all in the logs. It's all in the logs. <laughs> I mean, I'm on Remick's side. He, he very clearly broke the prime directive and had no excuse. 
Yeah. Beyond, I, like, all, that was exactly what yeah. the Prime Directive is for. Sometimes you have to let somebody die to let another civilization survive. Exactly. But he broke it. and like He broke it. He broke it. And of all of the episodes in this season that we see that are questionable, this is the one I'm glad that they focused and pinned on. Because, yeah. yeah, you're right. It's a, it's, it's, he broke it. He broke the fuck out of it. Like, he didn't just break it. He, he destroyed it. He yeah. <laughs> obliterated he it. it. It's, he smashed it. He smashed it. And now it's, and yeah, so it makes sense for him to bring that up. And, and, and the fact that, like, nothing really occurs from this, like, event, like, you know, at the end of this episode or ever, like from him breaking it makes me think it's less of a strict yes, no rule and more of a guideline. <laughs> well, I don't know. I can, I can find an argument that the Edo have those super powerful, like shadow aliens or whatever they were that watch over them. So you could say that their society isn't actually the real society. The real society is the one up in space watching them. Uh, and if that's the case, yeah. then they didn't break the prime directive because they basically interfered with somebody else's experiment who was so far beyond us that we could ne- they sh- they breaking the prime their prime directive by talking to us. Yeah, maybe. I hope that was in the logs. That would explain. <laughs> that would explain it much clearer than I think. Yeah, Remix getting getting his little little tootsies into it. But um, but yeah. And what what happens now? Do we see? Do we see the bit where it, Yeah, Picard uh, gets fed up Picard and he goes see Uncle, uh, Uncle Greg, Admiral Greg. Uh, he says, tell me yourself what's going on if you're going to investigate me. And Greg's like, no, no, no. Look, Remick's report is almost ready. Picard's like, I want to be where they when you give it to him. He's like, of course. I was always going to do that. Yeah, Let's bring him in now and see what he says. Yeah, yeah. And this is, I love this because Remick just comes in, says, hey, Admiral, sorry. Look, I fucked up. I couldn't find any of what you wanted me to find. Um, I really, really looked. I asked everyone. Yeah, the only thing I found so is- so hard. So hard. Um, Daddy, and I couldn't find anything. <laughs> All I found was that the bridge crew kind of like each other. Um, but I think that's, you know, them being compassionate and amazing humans towards each other. And um, that's all I could, that's all I could find. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, okay, cool. Sweet. You, so you're a nice guy then? <laughs> yeah. You're a good, good boy. He basically uh, says, I did every technique I've got, everything I've got, which normally dry, drew- drives people to let snap and let something out. I couldn't find yeah. anything wrong. It's like the oh, bridge crew was like a family, but that's yeah, it. that's like that's that's, that's it, not yeah. allowed. Apparently, they have a casual yeah. familiarity. But 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 like he brings it up because like I I understand why some casual familiarity would be like frowned upon, but he brings up like it's casual familiarity, whatever, because yeah. they trust each other and they've been together through a lot of stuff. So yeah. makes sense that they want to be yeah, through trust and friendship and and love um love. so yeah i'm gonna bounce and then admiral's like yeah cool get the fuck out thanks man and then before he leaves remix like captain card and i thought he was just gonna say something like no hard feelings was just doing my job and yeah, i'm yeah. like okay though that makes sense but no he goes further he's like captain card i'm i'm almost finished with my stint on the other ship that i'm working on um I've on the, the investigation bureau yeah basically the investigation bureau cool 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 um but then after that i would really like to work on this ship you guys seem pretty cool um i'd mm-hmm. love to be a part of your crew and Picard just stands there and says nothing <laughs> I, I just feel so sorry for Remick in that moment because it's like he has clearly gone through this thing where he's had to be a complete dick and he's seen this is the dream And he post. knows it. Yeah, he knows it. He knows he's been... That's the thing, though. He knows he's been an asshole and he's like, it's his job and he's good at his job and he's apologizing to the Admiral admiral sorry for not finding the information that the Admiral... Eh, admiral Looked wanted. for. Like said, this will be Looked here. For. You have to find it. 
Yeah, and and Remick just straight up was like, imagine a dude who's like, I'm really good at my job, but I know, like, he's he's straight up. He's like, I I didn't find what you wanted, and I'm so sorry. And like, fuck, I've done wrong. But like, this crew is really cool, and I really like everybody, and they're really nice, even though I'm an asshole. Please be my friend. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. it's 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 and I hope we see him. Do we see him again? Like, does he come back? No, he I doesn't. Hope I, I don't know if he comes back in another episode. He definitely doesn't come back in this one. Cool, because like yeah. you sympathize with him. He's like he's yeah. just doing his work, and he's really yeah. good at. It. He'd be an asset. Imagine like yeah. people who want to fucking interrogate you, and he'd be like fucking great at it. Like um, he just goes yeah. hard on any task given. Yeah, yeah, because that's his job. Actually, speaking of going hard, we missed a scene with uh, Wesley's test. Wow. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, sweet. I thought you were going to say, just leave it at the Wesley. Like, <laughs> go out. Wesley's test. So they're doing Wesley's the test. Q- they're playing Pong. Yeah. It looks like they're playing oh. Pong. No, they, they've got, it's Q-Pong. like some sort of weird cube thing. Yeah. Where they have to get the dots inside the cube to make the cube. And it's, 3D it's a dynamic cool. relations test, according to something. Right. Okay, cool. No idea what that means. So, Me um, but I, our boy Wesley acing it, doing the best yep. job, being amazing. Um, and Mordok, not so great this time. No, he's Getting struggling. a little bit behind. Yeah. I mean, he's second, in, you know, in second place. Or, like, he and Wesley are pretty much tied for most things at this point. Mm. And it's just this one test. He's struggling. He's, like, he's sweating. He doesn't know what to do. He's talking to Wesley. He's, like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it, guy. Um, Wesley's being, like, no, come on, dude, just focus. Just just, just put the dots where they need to go. Just relax. <laughs> just breathe into just it. Relax. Yeah. Just, oh, that sounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? Okay, that sounds. Anyway, like Mordak does it. <laughs> Mordak does it. He does Mordek it. Does but it. With, with the second fastest time ever. Yes, and like just before Wesley. So not only does Mordak stress and then beat Wesley, like mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's doing great guns. He's um and and Wesley sitting there being like, yeah, I knew you could do it, man. Way to go. Um and uh but yeah, to, what was it Commander Chen comes in is like you've done Chen. it. Yep. Commander Chung comes in and says, you've done it. Amazing. The best. Um, Mordok's like, no, I don't deserve this win. Wesley helped me. Um, I'm sure you saw that. I need to come clean. And the commander's like, no, no, no. We saw. We saw that what Wesley did. And, and you know, that's fine. That's cool. That, that's totally legit. Um, but you still came first. So way to go you, bro. High fives yeah. all around. Yeah. You've all done a great job. <laughs> he, he does kind of say, well done, Wesley, even though the two of you are like basically neck and neck. It's impressive that you decided to help someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, that's and the, that also yeah. that there's an hour to the psych test. Yes, that's the, most <laughs> the important more important thing. And, and, and that it's it's not called a psych test. It's called a psycholo- psychological evaluation of all your Is fears it? and innermost oh. traumas or something. No, because Wesley says, you mean the psych test, sir? And then Commander Chen's like, well, we don't really like to call it a psych test per se. We like to call it a psychological evaluation of all your innermost fears and traumas. But I mean, I guess psych test will do. It's just like, it's stupid. It's a I mean, stupid I, little thing. That now, now that I think about it, that actually makes sense because a psych test kind of implies like there's a pass fail or something. Yeah. Whereas an evaluation, evaluation is just like, we're going to put you in a situation and see what happens yeah. and just kind yeah, of grade you based on your response. So, all right, yeah. cool. I guess that's what they're doing. Um, exactly. So, anyway, back to the back to the Picard, uh, because yes. it is important about the tests that Quinn, or sorry, Admiral Greg, is explaining what actually is going on. Yes, finally we get some yeah. sort of explanation. That uh, yeah. and he's like, we had to be sure, so we had to put you through the ringer to dis- discover this. Basically, Starfleet Command has been suspicious that the Federation has some problems 
Like some some things are not adding up, and it seems like someone is trying to destroy everything we've worked for. But I yeah. definitely can't reveal where this evidence is or why, and I don't know if it's coming from outside or inside the Federation. It's just a thing that's happening. And this reminded me the most of these vague threats that you do in a role-playing game. It's like, there is an evil kind of over there. And it's <laughs> there's like the bad nation and they're invading us. So that's probably the guy. It's like this vague threat you have. The, the ultimate necromancer who's just kind of somewhere that eventually at level 20, the, um, the party's going to fight. But right now it's just, oh, yeah, um, they're the bad guys. Yeah, it's like giving the DM time to think of a, like a proper story later on. But like at the moment, it's like, yeah, I think there's some sort of conspiracy happening. That's why we got to be really tight-lipped about everything, so we can't really yeah. tell you. But um, but anyway, just do as I say, and we did this for reasons. And um, I'm gonna check out. Bye. <laughs> oh, we need hey. you on your side. We we need you on our side. That's why we had to put you all through these rigorous like investigative tactics. So um. Uh, if you'd like to be on our side, um, then I need you to become an admiral, admiral yourself. Yes. I'm going to promote you to admiral and mm-hmm. put you in start of Starfleet Academy. Um, and you have no idea how happy this made me. <laughs> yeah, why? Because Patrick Stewart would run a school, and he'd be running a school for gifted youngsters. Oh my god, you're right. It would just be fucking like X Men, but like yeah. before it's time. Yeah, <laughs> it just made me so happy. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good. It's a good uh, off. There's a it's reason a why he was made Professor X. It's like some sort of yeah. alternative universe. Yeah, well, this actually happens in Starfleet, and he becomes the Professor mm-hmm. X of Starfleet. Mm-hmm. He gets in some horrible accident, and gets in a in a floating chair. Well, he steals uh, a floating chair from um from that admiral. Yeah, yeah. in too short for a season. Yeah, I like it. Oh. but yeah but, that's basically what it is what's going on this whole thing's been about they need to make sure even though he admiral greg and picard have like an old relationship where they have you know seemingly have trusted each other and greg trusted picard he still needed to put picard through the ringer and yeah. make sure nothing was awry um just in case on the off chance that something was going on um but yeah that's basically that's basically the lowdown basically what's been happening this whole episode's been about i think i'm trying to vaguely remember what actually happens and this totally makes sense with the the vagueness of it all um but picard also realizes all of this is politics like he's going to be promoted for politics and he's going to kind of be put in charge so he can watch over people and make sure they're getting shaped the right way which is kind of what um what teachers should be doing anyway uh but it is that it's like well you're just going to get me to push what you're doing like I'm watching for your I'm I'm not good at this subterfuge subterfuge thing. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's basically gonna, just like I've never been good at politics is like something yeah. like what he says. Yeah. And he, he'll give his answer later tonight. He'll he'll think on it. Yeah. 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 So that's where we leave it really. He just yeah. goes has a think. Has a good has a good think. And um, we get um back to uh, Wesley. Wesley's, Wesley's test. Yes, he uh, comes in, he well, sits well, down. Well, he's I all love anxious. this. I love this because Mordak like comes out and is super shook from his test and Wesley comes in and he's just like in an empty room in a chair and I'm like, oh my God, he has to fight the chair. <laughs> so like, this, is, this is a D&D thing. It's like you put a chair in an empty room and you've got an hour's worth of content of players like, what's with the chair? Do we need to fight the chair? Poke the chair. I poke the chair with a stick. See what happens. 
But imagine if he hadn't heard anything coming from outside. Like maybe he thought it was like an escape room. Like you just get stuck in an escape yeah. room and you have to find your way out, but you don't know. And you've all you got is a suitcase and a chair. Like that would have been great. But no, he hears something coming from like the room he just came from. Yeah, like an explosion or a, a thump or something. Yeah, and then it turns out like some airlock has gone off. Something's crashed. There's like smoke and like freezing cold like i don't know environmental like tubes broken and yeah. there's a dude stuck under one of them and another dude in a corner freaking the fuck out and screaming mm-hmm. so wesley's just like hold on my guys i'm gonna save you and he goes for the guy who's injured who's stuck mm-hmm. under the thing mm-hmm. um who's sort of older and is a little bit more calm being a bit more rational he's being like hey we need to get out of here you know the environmental uh doors are gonna lock because something's happened and we might get stuck in here if you don't so Wesley's he saves the guy whose legs guy. are crushed. And he's asking the other guy to help. Yeah. He's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's yeah. too dangerous. It's too, I can't get over the smoking tube. So Wesley's like, no, come on. You really have to help. I can't carry both of you. I can only carry this guy. He's injured. You're not injured. He's being logical. Oh, it makes sense. That's right. He has to drag him through like li- liquid nitrogen that's getting sprayed across from a pipe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be pretty chilly for a moment. Yeah. That'll kill <laughs> you. would be it'd be a bit uncomfortable um but yeah this so the other guy is freaking out because of that like i can't do that because it's on you know it's going to be painful and could kill me and blah 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 hmm. uh but yeah wesley just continues to drag the the dude who's who's crushed out Rag- um, gets him out and then the doors close yeah the other yeah, guy the doesn't close. get out and then wesley comes across commander chen starts screaming being like come on there's a guy in there who's he? he got locked in and then the dude whose legs was crushed stands up and is like, cool, well, that's my job done for the day. <laughs> I walk off. Yeah. And uh, and um, Commander Chen re- explains, well, well done. That was our psychological evaluation. And I'm like, the wait. The whole thing. And the door's open. Fake. Yeah, the door's open and the dude who like was screaming just like wanders out and is like, yep, see you later. Enough to my next shift. Bye. And I'll point you out that- You killed me. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. Wes- Wesley still has ice on his hair and face from walking through liquid nitrogen. Yeah. It must not have been actual liquid nitrogen. It no, must have been like but something. This is what the holodeck is for, you fucking nerds. This, yeah. Use the holodeck for these things. Don't actually don't, put liquid nitrogen on children. But but that's the thing. They don't have the holodeck because it's like, it's special to the Enterprise. Like the Enterprise uh, is like is a it? class okay. one starship or something like not every hey not every starbase has a super cool holodeck that's why okay. it's so special on the enterprise i didn't, I didn't yeah, realize that i would think if the enterprise just so happened to be there and it was also a part of the federation you might just be like hey could we just borrow this for like some of the things that we're doing so that would be yeah well anyway oh my god because just oh logic it's logical but like yeah it's it's we it we just it feels like lessons. that's so much more traumatic yeah, yeah, because it yeah. could have been real, but it wasn't real. It was yeah. all pretend, all imagined. But that means they have like a whole floor suited to tests. Yeah, that, like need it could explode. Shit. And the fact that this is clearly designed for Wesley's fear, like this yeah. is his choice. That he, his fear is having to be the one who makes the choice of who lives and who dies. Yeah, and they yeah. kind of explain because he's because of his dad. Like Picard had to make the choice. That's right. Oh, I love this because he says something like he he immediately says like, oh, I have to make the choice because because I mean, because someone had to make the choice and my dad died because of it. And and Captain Commander Chen's like, spot on, baby, Mm -hmm. you got it. Big thumbs up for me. But and, and I like 
I really like this episode because it has that kind of like hinted at with the bit with with Beverly where she's yeah. like because before that it's like we don't we don't like I don't remember a point in in any of the other episodes where we get like a full explanation of what happened between Picard and Wesley's dad. No, like, not really. How did no. nothing gets explained? So we don't know what happened. We just know that this relationship between Wes and Picard is a little bit strained and weird because Picard mm. knew his dad and was really good friends with his dad and kind of got given the you have to take care of my son and my daughter. I mean, son and my wife kind of like spiel <laughs> at the, at the end. And, you know. and he delivered the body as well, which kind of made it like yeah. you're the person who I associate with my dad's death. Exactly. But yeah, he but was like, more involved with that. Yeah. Up until this point, we didn't know that like, oh shit. So maybe Wesley feels these conflicted feelings or weird feelings with Picard because Ooh. Picard by proxy killed his dad yeah. <laughs> or like, the in the result of his actions killed his dad but we still don't know why was his dad crushed and dying and another guy was able to be saved so Picard chose the other guy and also it's it's weird it's conflicting but it's good and i like it and i like that they brought it up and i like that they're working on this but yes and i I love that wesley's fear isn't that he has to be in the situation like it is basically of being in that situation and And not not being being able to make the choice and not being able to make the choice but it's not I would have to make that choice. It's I wouldn't be able to make that choice. And the fact that he made yeah. the choice at all is him being brave. Why he, exactly. And why he succeeded and why he passed the test. Or not yeah. that he, you know, it was a pass, but that's why he did good. He did very well, says Commander Chen. I yeah. can't exactly remember what I, much. I just, I, I can't remember either, but it's just such a great, great element that the it doesn't, it, again, he, if he'd chosen to, to save the guy who was, who was terrified if he gone your legs yeah. are crushed we can't get you out i'm going to go save the guy that can walk that would have been the right choice too that would have passed yeah, the but- test because he just needs to make the choice rather than mm. rather than trying panic to- and trying to get help and trying to say like it's like you've, yeah. you've got to make the choice one of these people is going to live and one of these people is going to die you have to decide yeah trying to do both i think as well would have been a fail like yeah. he, I, I think i think that's more wesley's route like because he would have not that he would have panicked and not known what to do. He would have known what to do, but he would have tried to do too much because that's yeah. totally Wesley's like thing. It's like, I can do it all. I can do everything. I'm yeah. the wonder boy. So like he would have tried. I think the fact that he saved one of them, yeah, makes him like more. Like, yeah, it's like he uh, evaluated the situation the and realized it. what was the best choice. Yeah. And went, okay, I need to do this and just made it and didn't. Yeah. Anyway. It can't be both. I love those anyway. sorts of texts for characters. Giving them Me to characters too. and being like, there is no right answer for this. There is the choice yeah. you make, and that is the right answer. Exactly. Exactly. They're really hard to do. Like, moral dilemmas are probably the best one. It's like the trolley problem. It's like, that just depends on who you are. Like, you can, but like, like more, either choice yeah. is right. Thinking of like different ways to do problems like that, like having, having, yeah, moral, moral like choices are the fact, like, yeah, I just I I agree. I totally love them, and I love them when they're done right. And it's very hard to do sometimes as a DM, like and wrap your head around, like okay, but if they don't do this, like then what happens? What's the outcome? Like what what's the lesson learned? And like yeah, I think you're right with the lesson learned being like whatever you choose is the right course. Like you just yeah. need to have chosen something, and then that's mm-hmm. it. Um, unless it's like you know killing a whole planet, and that's not so great. I yeah, don't, don't do really, a genocide. You complete genocide. Try. Yeah, not do a genocide. not a good not a good not a good option. But um, but yeah. That's uh, it's good. I'm I'm glad yeah. that we had this little moment with Wesley. I, but then, I'm glad that Wesley had some growth. 
Uh, yeah, way to there's go. A, there's a little bit with, like, um, with Picard uh, thinking about what he's going to do and Riker. He explains what happens to Riker or what really happened to Riker. Yes. And it's kind of he's explained, yes, but I'm still thinking about it. Uh, but the important thing is, the per- who do you think got in to the Academy? You I don't know. know. You who do it. you? I did watch it. But guys, who do you think got in? Going to give you <laughs> one big clue. One <laughs> big, big vaping clue. clue. One big vaping blue boy clue. Yes, yeah. it was our boy Mordok. Mordok the Benzonite. Benzite? Ben- Benzite. Benzonite. First Benzite, Benzite in Starfleet. Way to go, bro. Way Which feels go, a little boy. bit like affirmative action in action. They're like, oh, we could get Vulcans <laughs> or we could get humans. We've got a lot of those. But the first Benzite. Let's see. Yeah, let's uh, let's try to be <laughs> a little yeah. bit more. Um, yeah. Uh, a little bit more diverse in Starfleet hiring. That's the one. Diverse. Yes. It, <laughs> oh, man. I hope it's not just so diverse. I mean, because he earned it. No, I think really he earned it. Though. I think. Well, he does yeah. say he says, no, no, it shouldn't be me. It should be Wes because I had that um, that that problem that Wes helped me with. Yes, and, and I wouldn't have been, done the best yeah. time if Wes hadn't have helped me. And they're like, no, no, no. And I love this because they're like, no, no, no. It's cool. We know that happened, but you still, you know. And it wasn't the time. Wesley mm. had other things that he didn't do great at. It's that it's that you did you did the best out of everything. You did slightly better than Wesley at everything. So you get in, baby, go for yeah. it. But I like that they bring up that it's not the time. It was Wesley just didn't do other stuff that you did. Oh, I thought so. Chen says Wesley only lost time in that. He didn't lose points. Oh, I think I thought he said something more like to the point, oh, to the effect of like maybe Wesley's. It's not the points Wesley's done. Other thing, like there's other things that Wesley didn't do, or like something to that effect. Yeah. He, he makes it obvious that Wesley was second, and Wardock yeah. definitely won the day. Um, so yeah, I'm going to assume we, that Oliana came fourth because uh, I feel like yeah. the Vulcan girl just like dominated. Vulcan would, yeah, for sure. Yeah. She was bad. She seemed also so. Yeah, don't, I mean, uh, Commander Chen leaves. Everybody's congratulating Mordok, but like the Vulcan yep. chick is so like sassy and cold. She's just like, yeah, well done. Okay, fine, I'm out. Okay, Fuck bye, you guys. bye. She just leaves. Um, I and Oliana's like, great. next year, Wes. I'll see you next year, and I'll beat you then. Yeah, and- doesn't even acknowledge Mordok. Is just like so focused on Wes. Yeah, <laughs> she's <I'm> like, <laughs> dude, get her dude. number. Yeah, like, get her email. Uh, she just leave. Get her email. <laughs> get her like com badge, something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, nah, he completely blows it. He does not. He does, he does he not does. land anything. Um, he had he had a perfect opportunity. Like they both failed. They got something in common again. <sighs> no clothes. Don't worry, Wes. Um, we'll but, find you a girl someday. <laughs> hey, he doesn't need a girl. He's got Mordok, and like He's they got have Jake. this lovely little like. He's got Jake, whatever. He's got Mordok, though. Mordok's his new Bessie, I think. And they have this, like, nice little, like, oh, cool. Well, um, oh, wait, do they? Uh, I can't remember. Or do they just leave? Uh, they just, like, well done, Mordok. I-, I just feel that Wesley needs to start hanging around with children his own age and not, like, with the bridge crew all the time. It's weird. Yeah. That's why you, like, that's why he, like, gravitates to the 30-year-old blue guy instead yeah. of, like, a chick <laughs> yeah. his own age who's clearly into him. <laughs> oh. He's like, nah, girls, don't need him. Let's talk to the alien, um, the cool alien guy who beat me. <laughs> oh. uh, anyway, so he so, goes back home. Yeah, He's he goes back home. Um, Jake Jake runs it. Well, Picard is all in his dress outfit for the oh, Admiral's yeah. farewell. And he's, um, you know, he runs into Jake and... Picard awkwardly checks on him as he does with most children. He's like, "Um, yeah. are, are, are you okay? I will speak with your father." Uh, I love the the dress outfit, by the way. I want that coat. Yeah, it's like a full coat skirt. It's it's yeah. pretty cool. Um, yeah. But then Picard he finds kinda... Wesley in the observation lounge. 
Yeah. No, but through that moment with Jake, I think Picard kind of comes to the realization that he can't take the offer. So, yeah. Because he's, he's, too, he's because, too awkward with kids. Yeah. Jake says something like, thanks for saving my life. And Picard goes, it's my job. And then it's like, shit, it is my job. And I love my job. And wow. Oh. Like you kind of get that feeling that he's going through all of these, these thoughts. Like when he comes to that realization, it's just like, fuck, this is my life. And I love my job. So I can't, I love being a captain. I can't, can't sit at a desk. Fuck that shit. Um, I'm yep. out. So that we get to the out. point. That explains it. And and then yeah. we, yeah, we get to Picard going to see Wesley and Wesley's standing in the dark looking out the mm-hmm. window being all so sad cool. and neglected. He's out of uniform since he didn't, yeah, but, didn't succeed. Yeah, Picard He's is like thrown. He's like, how dare you not be in, no, he, Picard is like, wow, she wouldn't dress uniform. And Wesley's like, I don't think I be, I deserve it, sir. I'm, I didn't beat my, my. I didn't I, get in. I, didn't I shouldn't be wearing in. uniform when I didn't get in. Uh, and then Picard comes in with some daddy wisdom and he's just like, yep. well, don't tell anybody, but I didn't get it in my first go either. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, really? And Picard straight away is like, don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. And I, I <laughs> love his other ones as well. He's such a daddy Picard in this moment. He's like, you, ridiculous. Daddy, did you do your Picard. best? And he's like, yeah, I did yeah. my best. Well, then you did. Per- you passed every test you should have had. And yeah, it's like, you're really me- just and like. I love it. He also says, measure it, measure it by your standards, not mine. Don't look yeah. at what the card did. Don't look at what Riker did. Look at what Wesley did last time. Yeah, that's some good dad dad knowledge. Yeah. Some good dad learning. He's like, you, you're you just, you're really in the competition, or like competition, what's, what's the word? You're really in a fight against yourself. Like you're, yes. you're really yeah. just trying to beat yourself. So don't, don't compare it to like, yeah, me, Picard, or say Riker, <laughs> who's also good, I guess, but mostly me. Uh, and just so you know, I didn't do it my first time either, but don't fucking tell anybody or I'll swear I'll throttle you in my sleep. Uh, like in your sleep, like sorry. it's a driving exam. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, oh, you can get it on your third try and that's pretty good, yeah. but on your first or second, that's better. Um, yeah, so they go, oh, cool. Oh, sorry, Wesley goes, oh, cool. Okay, thanks. Thanks, geez. Thanks, Picard. And then oh, gee, he's like, come Captain. on. Oh, gee, Wills, Captain. Uh, and then Picard goes, come on, I've got to disappoint an old friend. And yeah, that's sort he, of the hint that he's going to He's already decided. And I, yeah. I like that line as well because it's like, well, we could have had him say it to Admiral Greg, but instead yeah. he just says this and we get implied of what he's decided. Yeah, but you I mean, like the next the, scene the is talk. him. Exactly. Yeah, he the says, next scene I can is serve better. Greg's. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can do better for you here and Admiral's like, Oh cool, yeah, don't worry about like the weird conspiracy thing I think was happening. I've you know, I've I've overthought this shit before, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I hate that. I wish they I wish they hadn't had added that in because then it's I'm just, just like, imagining I'm old and paranoid. You know what it feels like? Exactly. Like the the game master's like dangled this plot hook in front of yeah. like a spin-off campaign no it's like hey no would you it. would you like to like have like a little starfleet academy game and you guys could play wes and his friends and hey picard you can come too and like do this other stuff and they've gone and he's like set up this whole plot line of, yeah. of what will happen and it's like nah let's stay on the ship and he's like yeah yeah i was probably just imagining all that stuff that's that's not really happening <laughs> it's like cool no worries uh anyway it's probably fine <laughs> Oh, it's probably fine. It's never going to come back. Um, anyway, bye. Bye. <laughs> it's, it's so it's so frustrating because it's like, well, wait. I feel like Picard should have been like, so, oh, 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 wait, you just put me through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weeks, like days of, of interrogate. Anyway. That's so Starfleet, baby. <laughs> Fuck me. Anyway, so they get to, onto the bridge and then like, where's yeah, the Yeah, they do their little, yeah, they do the little, and away we go, engage. Yeah. 
I don't like these little scenes at the end where it's like, and off on to the next adventure. It's like, yeah, we get it. I'd rather they just like ended on the scene with Admiral Greg. I guess it's in case I always see those kind of ends as like in case the season gets cancelled, we're gonna yeah. have a nice little boop, <laughs> boop yeah. little sign off. If but, this um, is our I last episode, everyone will know their yeah. adventures will continue. Exactly, exactly. But I, I kind of wish they had just ended it on Picard and Wesley walking out because then it would have been like, oh, cool, all right, sweet, mm. we get the point, we know what's happened. That's yeah. fine. Everything's wrapped up in a nice little bow. Neat yeah. little package. Well, uh, speaking of nice little packages and bows and ending things, uh, it is the end of our episode as well. And there is one last thing we need to do before we wrap up. Um, yep. And that is pick a character from the show we just watched or the episode we just watched and say how they would be used in a game, an RPG game that we were in. Yes. And I think we both picked... Reming, what's his name? Remick. Remick. <laughs> God, fuck, I so close. So close this time. I had you Remick. and names today. I I can't. I, I, me and names every day, Jeremy. I'm really bad at names just in general. But Remington. Reming. Oh, fuck. Remick. Remick. Shit. Fuck. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Remick. Remick. God damn it, my brain. Remick. We both picked Remick. We po- yeah. both picked the guy because it's as an NPC, I think. I yeah, don't know. I think, I think as a PC. Really? I love it as a PC, okay. yeah. I, right, because right. he's very much that law for neutral. It's like, this is a letter of the law. And sometimes the law sucks, but it is the law and we need to follow it. Mm. Well, I, I think... I, he just he gets I given a task it. and he goes and does that task. But he's like, but yeah. I want I want everyone to like me and I want to be like in the cool kids club. And I want to I want to be oh. on the co- good ship. I want to do that. Yeah, I want to be on the good ship lollipop. Um, yeah, okay, I get that. I, I, I definitely see... I definitely see him as as an NPC being like. I think I'm taking the NPC side because I see as a DM really enjoying that. Like you, you know, like he's just he's lawful good. He's doing his job. Like he's, yeah. but and he's being a dick and he's loving being an asshole. But like he also just wants to be liked. And he also just wants to have friends. And I think playing uh, as a DM playing that as a character would be really fun and really a really like a really cool way to fuck with some like players because you could have like you could have him flip like a switch on and off and especially if there's like some sort of situation where you're stuck and you're trying to like you know get out and this awful interrogation is happening this dude just keeps drilling and you don't know why and then and then like you want to hate him but then like he comes in at the end being like hey i was doing my job these are my reasons and this is how i act and i will always be this way like this is how i i think that would be really fun but yeah definitely as a pc if you could pull that off you, you could stick to be because it's really hard to not be liked as a player like it's really well, hard to play it as a dm not so bad not so much i think i would make him a paladin <laughs> as a player oh ah, okay okay so he's kind of got that well these are just my beliefs like yeah, these, i have okay. a code of honor that i must stick by and it's gonna suck for everyone, because I'm going to make everyone else kind of stick to that code of honor as well. But I'm also going like, to, yeah, nanny. like that's just, little... yeah, basically the the classic idea of the paladin nanny for the rest of the yeah. group. Yeah, I get it. And it's like you sneak around behind him, and you get everyone gets to have shenanigans because you've tricked him into into falling asleep early, that kind of thing. Mm. But he does. He like he loves his crew. He loves his people. Yeah, yeah. He's like the card really light. Fun. Or like Picard without oh. a crew. That actually, yeah, that's oh, what he is. He's Picard without a crew. 
he's 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 not so much Picard without a crew. I think he oh maybe, but I see him more as like Picard, but with no interest in anthropology or exploration yeah. or, without personality. Or, or yeah, he's Picard, but like he's he knows he's he knows what he's good at, and he for whatever reason he's good at interrogating and annoying people and getting yeah responses out of them, finding like the truth at, of things. Exactly. He's good at finding the truth. And that's, he knows he's Ooh. good. He may not like it, but he knows he's good at it. So that's why he does a it. A lawful neutral detective. Like, yeah. Like making a rogue, like an inquisitive. So he always is able to sense when somebody's lying or know when something's up. And he just like, I keep, I keep digging at it. I keep digging at it. I realize he's very much in the vein of um, the Commander Vimes from the Discworld novels. Oh, yes. He's, he just believes yeah. in the law and the law sucks sometimes. But it is the yeah. law, and we will follow the law. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Very yeah. Vimes-ish. Yeah, and that's the um, kind of character I go for. Like, he, he will niggle and niggle and niggle, and he'll grab that thing, and he'll just chew on it and chew on it and chew it until he gets to the truth, because if you're lying to him, he needs to know. Yeah, I get that. I think as an interrogator, if you wanted to play a character who was, yeah, detective or an interrogator like just as like you know their main job but then they were put on some weird path where they couldn't do that job but they were in like they was you know got into a gang of murder hobos for some reason and then like as always now as always and now they're no longer an interrogator or detective but they've still got those instincts like that would be really cool yeah and and fun to play around with yeah that'd be awesome cool Okay. Well, that so was that, that episode, it. everybody. That's well it. done. Good job. Yeah, we, we, we did got it. through it. It was a really good episode. I enjoyed it. I had a good time uh, watching it and agree. talking about it. Uh, and if you had a good time listening to it, you can join us every week. You can subscribe to us on anywhere podcasts are found. Um, that'd be really great because that way you get to listen to us all the time. Uh, you can also leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That'd be nice too. Little stars to get us out there. But you can get in touch uh, through the Instagram or Twitter, which is at dndntvpod or you chuck it at gmail.com at the end of it and you can send us an email about why Jonathan Frake sits like that. Because that would yeah, be good. Please. I'd like to know. We need, I would also like to know. We need more information. We need closure. We need closure. I need to know if it's a spine <laughs> issue because that's that's just, it's, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to sit down like that. But just watch the videos. Just, mm. if we'll, we'll link the video because it's, 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 it's interesting. It's a scientific... Some- Wonder. Someday I'm going to have a lapse of judgment and tag Will Wheaton or someone in one of like the, the social media posts and I'm sure he'll tell us. I would love, <laughs> love that. We'll so many questions. I don't I'm think sure that's a lapse of judgment. I think it is. I feel like Will Wheaton probably won't appreciate this as much. We're bagging on Wesley a lot. No, I love, I mean, like. Did you I love Wesley, but I mean, he's not going to get to this point in the episode after we've just bagged Wesley so long. I don't think we're bagging him. We're just, you know, having an honest discussion. I don't even think Will White like Will White Will Wheaton even likes Wesley that much. I mean, Wesley is Wesley. I mean, Will Wheaton is no reflection on Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton is just great at playing like a, a smarmy little asshole, but like that's that's a, <laughs> that's a, true. a sign of a great actor. He is so. a great actor. Will Wheaton, yeah. we love you. If you would like to, talk, it's never going to happen. But if well, you'd like to, well, if you would like to come on the show and talk to us about about some of this stuff, um, get in touch. We will yeah, make sure. time. I mean, Slide into my DMs. Slide into Jeremy's DMs. It's fine. We'll, we'll I'm, I get. We'll somehow make time. I don't know. Our yeah. schedules are pretty busy. But uh, yeah, that's but true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. But until next time, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay safe. Be kind to yourselves, and may all your yeah. hits be crits. Woo. Oh, and Wesley crush it. <gasps> Wesley crush it. That's right. Pew pew pew. Good good. Yeah. Good sign off for this episode. <laughs>